so Halloween done and dusted. Yeah. I mean the holiday We're into We've we've tricked, we've treated and now we're into the uh, end of year silly season, as they call it. Well, I think we tricked and or treated. Because <laughs> in some cases, you may have, you know, you do one or the other on an individual house. Yeah. But then you may do the other if one you on vi- a different visit house. Multiple but you houses. could always treat or just trick. Did you ever trick? I tricked, yeah. Did you really? I tricked. Can you give me an example yeah. of what a trick or treat <laughs> Halloween trick would be is it is it like the tricks that they you refer you refer to um, you know uh, in popular culture like um, do, doing tricks for money I would hope as I was hope as a small child that was not the same implication because <laughs> yeah. that's actually you won't, quite you quite won't, disturbing if that's the case you won't give me chocolate well I'm gonna do this magic trick <laughs> Oh, okay, just magic tricks. Okay, cool. I was I was referring to something much no, more no, sinister. No. Um, yeah. So, what is the actual trick in trick or treating? The actual trick is like a prank, right? So, I would just what I would do is I would sometimes get like an apple from one place, and I'd just leave an apple behind if someone like didn't give me chocolate. Then I'd be like, okay, well, you can have the thing I don't want. Oh, really? That's yeah. actually pretty funny. It's a pretty so, like low key one. Some people would go with eggs and all that. So give me fun. another. Give me another, give me like indulge me for a second then. So what if you go to a house and you say trick or treat as you know they open the door and then they say trick, you would just leave an <laughs> apple and leave. Like how does that no, work? No, I don't think you would at that stage because they're it's like they're ready for it. So correct. So it's not really a trick then, is it? It's too much. Like it's too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> But, so you really shouldn't be announcing trick or treat if you're going to do a trick. Yeah, you, you should just... You're really hoping they say treat. And if they say trick, you're just like, well... <laughs> <laughs> don't know where to go from here. <laughs> then you just walk back and then you, you end it for the night. And then you roll straight into Christmas. Because after Halloween, we all know it's just straight into the festive season. It is. It is. I mean, we're, we're, um, we're not living in the States. So the States have a lovely little interval between which is Thanksgiving. So they actually have a mm. great lead up into into the holiday season because you've got, it's almost like exactly a month, right? So um, Halloween's the last day of October. Then yeah. Thanksgiving is the last Thursday of November. And then Christmas is obviously 25th December. So that's a pretty mm. nice um, set of events. But, but over here in Australia, and I, and I assume in the UK as well, I'm actually not sure. Was Thanksgiving much of a thing in England? Mm, it's a little bit, but I think I think it's like if you have an expat or something. Yeah, basically, same as Oz. Same as like Australia Day over here as well. There'll always be some Aussies who want to sort of celebrate exactly. in Jan. But basically, you'd have um, from November 1, all the shopping centres start putting up the Christmas trees and decorations and my office was doing it as well in in early to mid november and um they start playing the christmas carols and you're off yeah that's actually crazy man because we've got that's at least 10 percent of the year being christmas themed because you go all the way to almost the end of december and let's face it the christmas trees ain't coming down on 25th december they're staying up probably until the new year 
Yeah, at and least until the new up. year. Usually until like you know the first week in January, and, and until you get back to work, it's still kind of like holiday season vibes, right? So you're right. Yeah. It is probably like a good six weeks of Christmas season. If if ten percent of our year's festive themed, Christmas mm. themed, that's one out of every ten days of the year. Is that how that works? Ten like, percent, yeah, one yeah. out of every ten. That's yeah. That's a quick math. You. Jeez, you're really you're really throwing some knowledge on today's podcast, mate. The the point is, <laughs> go on. If you wake up, yeah, on a random day of the year, yeah, there is a one in ten chance that it will be festive. <laughs> Imagine if that's how the year worked. Like, <laughs> you had 365 days, and every day you woke up, it could be any of those days. <laughs> so you don't know if it's going to be winter, summer. It could be, could be Christmas season. That would be pretty exciting. I'm not gonna lie. I'd, if that was an option in life, I'd definitely take that. <laughs> yeah. It would be lit. Does that? That is lit. Does that mean once you've done one, it's over? Yeah, like hundred percent. So, so you, if you have you a January first, yeah, it's done for that year. So you basically at random go through the 365 days of the year. So you could wake up, <laughs> and it could be February third, and then you wake up the next day, and you're like, oh, okay. February 3rd like got to like start prepping for Valentine's Day and then all of a sudden it's October 21 and you're like oh goodness me what am I going to wear next week <laughs> for Halloween imagine imagine the absolute scenes because there's a good chance someone will just people will start speculating it's like I have a feeling tomorrow might be Christmas <laughs> and if you're right well, that would thing. be so good it would be lit because if you've, if you've been going random and you've done like 300 days, then it's, you know, the probability starts shrinking of what the next day is going to be. So you're 300 days into the year and you're like, look, all right, I haven't hit Christmas yet and I haven't hit my birthday. I've hit all the other major milestones. <laughs> Imagine having day. like a week left and you've just got like all of them Easter, left. Christmas, oh, be and so New Year's or something. And you just know that <laughs> every day for the next 10 days is going to be public holidays and it's going to be party. <laughs> that would be sick. You know what it's like? It's like the deal or no deal where you're like opening the briefcases with different amounts of money in it. Yeah. And so you've eliminated all the small amounts of money. You've only got like the $100,000 briefcase and the $200,000 briefcase left. On the, con- that on the converse to that, though, you know, on Deal or No Deal, when they just start opening and knocking out all the big sums, <laughs> and it's just like, no. <laughs> you're not taking much home. I mean, it'd be fun if you just, on the first date, was like, all these big holidays, but then you've got yeah. like 300 days where nothing's left. And you know, you've, you've used all of your big holidays, and you've basically got a year of just grinding through work. Yeah, that would be pretty brutal. In terms of putting up Christmas decorations, then... <laughs> what percentage of the year would be festive in that scenario? <laughs> because here's the thing. The only reason why we put up decorations in like November or December mm. is because we know it's coming on December 25. Correct. So it would actually <laughs> so be no less idea. percentage. <laughs> does that mean that... No, this is the opposite. Do you just put it up all year? Because it could be any day. So you need to have your Christmas tree ready just in case. <laughs> Tomorrow's <laughs> Christmas. It's tricky. Yeah. It's very tricky, dude. And I also don't know how it works particularly. Like, are you time traveling so that if you go into the future and it's Christmas, you've already got the tree set up? Or oh, are you now... randomly jumping? Because that's very different. <laughs> now we're now we're going into... I, I feel like you just wake up and someone has decided, like, okay, today yeah. is this 
Yeah, no, I think it's that, that that works better. You're just so time you traveling. To, yeah, then you have to go and panic and sort everything out. It's good. But <laughs> it comes back to <laughs> going away from that weird hypothetical for a bit. It's it's quite funny how quick the transition happens, and it's it's like a oh, I don't know. It's just we want the next. We want to look forward to the next holiday, don't we? Well, yeah. I mean, it it works. It works. I think two ways now. Like. Obviously, the commercial aspect, right, makes makes sense, right? So, Halloween's over, and all your supermarkets and all your shops are like, all right, let's go straight to the next holiday so we can get, you know, get the sales in, right? We're just trying to get people to buy stuff. Um, but I feel like it's also kind of permeated through to, like, the social aspect now as well, where we finish one thing and we want the next, the next thing. It's it's mm. the it's a millennial cu- culture of I want it now I want it yesterday. Yeah, and that's yeah you you bang on about the marketing aspect and getting people to spend money, but actually that's just how we are. We want the next thing. We want things yeah. straight away. And actually, I was I don't know how I found this website the other day, but I saw and I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but it was called it's a website that sells trampolines. Yeah. And of course, if you're thinking of buying a trampoline, like that's quite a big investment, right? You've got to have space for it. It's you've got to do some thinking behind it. It's a, there's safety concerns, like you know, it's usually a kids thing. Let's say it was called nextdaytrampoline.co.uk. I think <laughs> shout out if that's your business and you're listening, which is pretty uh, likely. I, I hope I hope very likely that next day trampoline. Nextdaytrampolines.co.uk, and they're having a huge winter sale, and they've got free next day delivery. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, in what situation do you need a trampoline tomorrow? Exactly. So we want everything <laughs> now. We want I get everything that. now, even trampolines, apparently. <laughs> but what kind of event comes up? Like, is is this a reflection of everybody in society being really bad planners? And really unorganized because that that I can understand like you're really unorganized and you've had this event coming up and you know you've needed to get a trampoline but you just haven't gotten to it because society's I don't know maybe life's a bit too chaotic in 2019 and so people are really bad at, at like just organizing themselves but the flip side of it is an event has come up <laughs> in which you need a trampoline tomorrow <laughs> Well, I feel so like in that, how in does, that how case... How does the second would, scenario occur? So I feel like you would hire it in that situation. But I think all of these products and businesses, like you look yeah. at Amazon Next Day Delivery and all that, they've yeah. all evolved because they understand that if you want something, if you say, oh, I'm out of you know moisturizer or I need yeah. you know this, I need a new towel or something, I need yeah. a new wine glass set, yeah. you'll literally go, instead of going <laughs> right. out, I'll just get this yeah. delivered to myself tomorrow and yeah. the next day. So all these businesses have evolved and even trampoline businesses have evolved so that when you're sitting at home going, I really want a trampoline forever, like I want to keep it, but I don't want to wait more than two days for it. (laughs) (laughs) But do you think it's also enabling that behavior in that, say, for example, okay, you've got your kid's birthdays is coming up in, in, in two months, right? And uh, they're turning five years old and, and they want a trampoline. And you're like, all right, I think I'm going to get old mate a trampoline. But, uh, or young mate in this situation. <laughs> but, like, you realize that 
because you know that every service offers this kind of instantaneous delivery, there's no need for you to, you know what I mean? You're, you're like yeah, enabled yeah, yeah. or you're, you're encouraged or you're incentivized to procrastinate. So if you say, okay, the birthday's coming up and I've got six months and they really want a trampoline. Yep. You just wait until five months and like, you know, Well, it's days. not it's not so much that you're waiting. <laughs> it's that you're not like, oh, you know, I better, I better sort that out because you know that you don't need to do it now. And so until anything is urgent, you have no incentive. You know how like when you're at university and like you finish your exams or so you finish your assignments or your homework the night before, mm. just because you've switched from like this environment at school where you're like, everybody's always checking, like, have you done your homework? Have you done this? How are you doing with this? And when you go to uni, it's complete independence. And so you you don't have that incentive to do anything anymore until it's due yeah necessity and so, and so now, is the yeah. mother of invention as they say it, yeah absolutely and so now you've and got an entire economic culture predicated on that where you can basically have no incentive to sort out any of your own um i guess tasks or chores or um yeah life admin because you can do it the day before and it's fine especially like even if it's a trampoline Mm. I would like to interview the owner of Next Day Trampoline. So if you are listening, get in touch um, at WWMD Podcasts on Instagram. Or um, WWMD Podcasts at gmail.com. Yeah, get in touch. Um, we'd like to speak to you because I think there's appropriate businesses for those. Um, trampolines isn't one that I would, you know, no no offense to this business. I think the website looks absolutely fantastic. They've got a great range. Um, six foot, eight foot, <laughs> ten foot, twelve foot, in increments of two. They've even got a rectangular one. Um, with are you by any page. chance? Are you by any chance the owner or shareholder, a majority <laughs> shareholder, in Next Day Trampolines? <laughs> co. uk. I think he's doing fantastic stuff. But I wouldn't have built it as yeah. a company that needs to exist. If you need a trampoline, I feel like you're you're going for quality. You're going for a long term proposition. Yeah. But so, I actually hang on bring a you back to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a story about trampolines and Christmas. And okay, it's go almost on. going to contradict exactly what I've just said because shout out to my mum because we got a we got a trampoline for Christmas when I was young. Yeah. And the trampoline was in a box on Christmas day. And I said to my mum, I was very young. I was like, "Mum, I really want to bounce on this trampoline today. Okay. So you wanted them to set it up immediately. I didn't even want to wait till the next day, mate. Yeah. So you wanted, you wanted a same, same day <laughs> trampoline service. And you know what? Yeah. My mum did the absolute heroic thing. She built this whole, she assembled this whole trampoline mm. on a hot summer's Christmas day. Yeah. On that day. But hang on. This was... Which is massive. This is next day delivery, not next day assembly. <laughs> no, but I'm saying I wanted that. Tra- Even yeah. back then when I was younger and the world wasn't so I want it now. Okay. Well, it probably still was, but more, less so. Yeah, I but you were still a millennial. Maybe it's an, innate, it's an innate <laughs> issue <laughs> from birth <laughs> with our generation. Yeah. 
So it actually, even though you think this business doesn't make sense, when I had the opportunity to have a trampoline, I did not want it sitting in a box any longer than necessary. And yeah, shout out to my mum. Amazing effort. And yeah. No, I can understand that. Because yeah, I think once you've settled on, once you've decided on something, it then becomes somewhat tangible in your head, right? And then so, yeah, you definitely want it now. So maybe next day trampoline will be superseded by same day trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't create that business because then my business next day trampoline will lose. <laughs> <laughs> will be will be obsolete. <laughs> Could you imagine if we started that website and then we can just have the most obnoxious advertising of all time? <laughs> Why buy your trampolines from nextdaytrampolines.com? <laughs> When you could have your trampolines today with same day trampolines, <laughs> and we don't just have increments in in twos. We don't just have the six, eight, ten, twelve, and fourteen foot trampolines. We even have the odd numbers seven, nine. <laughs> uh, what do you do when a when your backyard is too small for an eight foot trampoline and too big for a six foot trampoline? <laughs> Uh, Mate, we've re- I think we've caught in the market. <laughs> if you're looking for odd numbered, odd numbered size trampolines delivered on the same day, <laughs> on non odd numbered days, <laughs> oh, Mate, is zero an odd or an even number? It's neither, right? Or is it even? I, Mate, it's neither for sure. Neither. It like, just I think, exist. I think, yeah, I think it would it would like uh, logically be even given the pattern, but I'm fairly sure it's actually technically neither. Mm. It's a good question, though. It's, yeah. I'm all about the good questions, not the answers. But... <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you, can you give, give that a quick Google for me? Is zero, is zero an even number? I want to see if my... No, I, I just typed is zero, and it said, is zero a number? Oh, that's also a good question. That's even, also, yeah. I think it's also... Zero is an even number. Is it really? Oh, my bad. Okay. Parity of zero, Wikipedia. Um, zero is an even number. In other words, it's parity. The quality of an integer being even or odd is even. This can be easily verified based on the definition of even. It is an integer, it is an integer multiple of two, specifically zero times two. Uh, that's really, really dumb, because doesn't that also mean that it's also odd? Because, odd no, be... because No, because the definition of even is something that um, so what's a def- what's the definition integer- of odd then? Not even. <laughs> I literally cannot even. <laughs> Zero has never said that. <laughs> oh my god! I literally odd. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's good. I like, I like that. So speaking of some more, speaking of numbers, speaking of facts, and we're back on Christmas. Yeah. I've got another. I've got a question for you. What do you think? When are the twelve days of Christmas? The twelve. I mean, when? Even. When are they? I've been looking up some Christmas facts recently. Like the twelve days. Le- ooh. Leading up to yeah. and including Christmas, I'm not sure. 
Yeah, actually... I'd say up to first, including Christmas Day? I don't the know. The first days on Christmas, which seems like an anticlimax because, you know, Advent calendar, all that is all about Ooh. the build-up, but then you start on. So the first day of Christmas is Christmas Day. Mm. So All Mates are getting presents from Christmas Day through to January. That's a good point about how long Christmas decorations are up. Well, at least for 12 days after Christmas Day, according to that mm. jingle. Yeah. I thought that, you know, if you wanted them down, if you weren't a festive person, you say, just put put up a Christmas tree. You'd almost want a company that says, next day, Christmas tree decoration, <laughs> uninstallation.co.uk. <laughs> what about same day? No. Who's going to get next? <laughs> same day, like, that's that ruins the, the ambience of the day. Like yeah, you're no, having Christmas true. lunch and people are just tearing it down. <laughs> <laughs> As you're celebrating, they're just ripping off the decorations and <laughs> chucking the tree in your truck. No, okay, cool. So it's from Christmas Day through to like the, I don't know, 3rd of January or something. Mm, yeah, More than something that. like that. 5th of January or yeah. something, you see, I don't know, whatever. Cool. That is a, that's what have you got for me? Fact. On. Well, we both we both did some research um, for the first time ever. So right? hold up. So 12 days of <laughs> Christmas. Episode. So they're giving. They're giving you presents every day from Christmas Day until January something. And then they order same day... Sorry, then they order next day Christmas tree removal.com. Yeah. The question is, do they... You know how they say uh, a partridge in a pear tree and then two turtle doves. And then the yep. next day they say they got me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. Does that mean they got two partridges in total up to the <laughs> second day? Or is it not cumulative? <laughs> so... Does that mean that you'd have 22 turtle doves by the end of it? Yeah, like, are they recapping? Because 11 by 2. No, I think, I, think it's just like, I think it's just like a... They're just trying to um, remind the audience of all the presents they got. It's kind of a pretty obnoxious song if you think about it like that. But if you, if you said... If I said to you, what did you get for Christmas? And you told mm. me what you got for your most recent Christmas and then every Christmas before that... <laughs> And then next year I said, hey, what did you get for Christmas? And then you told me. <laughs> recounting. <laughs> what did you get for your birthday? Well, I got a small Lego set. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not for all your birthdays from when you were two years old. One year I was old. like, no, 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 I started with this year. <laughs> I started. <laughs> hey, like, low-key, I would love Lego at any yeah. birthday. It's always lit. Um, no, that's a good point. So that implies that they you do that every time they mention it, they are getting another set. Mm. Which is really confusing because who's this idiot buying presents and every time they're like, "Oh, <laughs> I got you this yesterday, so today I'm going to get you another set of this and then a new thing." Yeah, not sure on the strategy <laughs> of that Christmas present buying. Here's a question about gift giving. Go on. So, you know, that is a good example of gift giving. Maybe a bit over the top in terms of, like, you know, duplicate presents. Some yeah. of them 12 times, some of them just once. Yeah, and um, then others in between 1 and 12. There's a, obviously the most famous Christmas jingle of our time. Um, All I Want for Christmas, All I want for is, Christmas you. is You by Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen to that today, very, actually. Very, but uh, did you? When I was at the beach in Manly, it came on the... Uh, on the old playlist, yeah, it's good. I Tommy think, I, I, think I saw it. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think I saw it on your Insta story. Good facts. 
You um, timed the video quite well, so it was like the build-up bit as well. I don't know if that was I mean, deliberate. It was 100% deliberate. I'm not, I'm not new to social media. <laughs> <laughs> Save my first rodeo. Save my first Christmas. <laughs> my first Christmas. <laughs> oh, God. It ain't my first Christmas, because if you ask me what I got for Christmas, I'll tell you about <laughs> all the gifts I've got over the years. <laughs> That's it. But the some of the song lyrics in that, well, basically just the title, All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. We all that is, sing I mean, that, that is some of the song lyrics in there. That's definitely part of it. It's also the title of the song. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> thanks for verifying Just to clarify. That. It's probably, the, hence, the most sung Christmas song. But would any of us, or would people in general, be happy with just not getting a gift? It's like, oh, I didn't get you a gift. Hang on a you second. Said Hang on a you second. You were singing that. When Mariah Carey's singing this, is she already in a relationship with the protagonist of the song so like when she's saying well for christmas is you is she already dating you or is it someone that she likes and has a crush on and that's what she wants does it matter it does matter (laughs) mate it matters a lot in the first situation she's in a in a relationship with old mate let's let's say you're dating mariah carey right okay (laughs) so mariah all she wants at christmas is jared and mm. she's dating Jared. The remix. Yeah. And then on Christmas Day, you just rock up and you're like, Merry Christmas. And then you just you know, give yourself finger thumbs, like pointing to yourself, like, got you a present. And the present's Jared. Like, she probably wouldn't be too pleased with that because, you know, it's a little arrogant. But <laughs> if she had a massive But it's like, it shows, someone, hang on, hang on. But it does show listening skills. And that's important for any relationship. <laughs> Communication is key. I, I, if I rock up there with a gift, she'll be like, what the heck? Like, I told you all I wanted for Christmas was you. We've got serious financial like, problems, Jared. Why are you spending money you on never, turtle dubs? You already exactly got me what turtle dubs yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we can't this eat like, now. It's like, this is exactly why our, we're having problems in our relationship. You never <laughs> listen to me when I say all I want for Christmas is you. And I've got like, I've got like the cumulative amount of like 12 partridges in 12 <laughs> trees. What does it get up to in like, like five and six and seven, five, what is it? Five golden somethings? Golden rings you'd have, maybe? Yeah. You'd have like, fucking, you'd have like 30 or 40 of those by the end of it. If you're getting yeah. five every day for seven. Yeah. 35 of them. Okay. Oh, now go on. If, if I wasn't in a relationship. If you weren't, the difference is, like, she's singing it in her head about somebody else, right? And in this Mm. scenario, on Christmas, they get together, and that's like, you know, that's the present. That's like the, oh, everything worked out for Mariah. She finally got together with Jared. Mm. (laughs) And in that case, there's no expectation on you. Well, there's no expectation of you to have gotten a present because you weren't together. So, ah, you know, yeah. You with one. me? Yeah. Yeah. And I actually saw on social media not too long ago, uh, probably early December, mm. early to mid-December, somewhere in the single-digit December dates, there was a post that said, today or this weekend is the last acceptable weekend to break up with a significant other before Christmas. Ooh, where'd you read that? Uh, I think it was like a BuzzFeed type 
situation? I just saw a Facebook uh, article or a Facebook reference where they said, like, according to... You know, Facebook has, like, relation relationship status and things like that. So it's got some analytics. Um, and apparently two weeks before Christmas is the one of the two most popular times of the year to break up. Which is, I guess, this weekend. Two weeks before. Bang on. Yeah. When you say one of the two, is the other one Valentine's? Pre-Valentine's? Or on Valentine's, right? No, it would be on, surely. I think it was I think it was pre or post. Okay. Um let me just have a cheeky look. Yeah. Have a cheeky one. Because hmm, I guess yeah, if you break up 2 weeks before um you don't have to get the gift like maybe is is it about gifts? Do you think? I think I think it's a couple of things. So one is one might be the gift thing cuz there'll be a lot of pressure, right? Like leading up to it. But mate, I think it's got to be to do with like the Christmas lunch, like not having to go see the in-laws or potential in-laws, like Ooh. hanging out with the the family, because I think a lot of the time that would be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're like in a fledging yeah. relationship, that's like the first serious event, or vice versa. If you even if you're in a steady relationship and you're having some issues, you're not going to want to spend like a long weekend with, um, yeah, your partner's family. If you're having even, yeah, even problems. if you've been there, like been there, done that before. If you think mm-hmm. it's potentially coming to an end, yeah, you won't. Uh, Cancelling just before is bad yep. form. Mm. Oh, it's okay. So I was, uh, yeah, like you said. So it's two weeks before Christmas and a short time after Valentine's Day. Wow. Oof, that's a brutal one. Next day. <laughs> yeah, we want the next I mean, day the next day breakup. The next day breakup. What about same day breakup? <laughs> why wait why wait till tomorrow if your partner's giving you a terrible valentine's day present well i guess you wouldn't do same day because you might be hoping hoping for like they've got something in the bag oh man it's like you know those I mean? um you ever seen those shows where people pretend to forget an anniversary and a yeah, exactly. plan and it just Mate. all goes wrong. You gotta be yeah. careful with those. You gotta be careful. And then the other person like gets really furious and ruins everything before you can reveal it and then by then it's too late. That's like you could try that with the all I want for Christmas with you. You could basically just not get a gift and be like, Look all I wanted for Christmas was you and then see how they react. And then and, and then, then you've got the present. And then if they react really upset and they start, like, losing their mind, then you just hop onto samedaytrampoline.com and you get, <laughs> you get a trampoline delivered. No, 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 I was just kidding. Like, obviously, I wasn't just saying I'm the present. I got you this trampoline. <laughs> I will be right back. <laughs> um, what have you got for me, mate? What have you been researching? So... Christmas-wise. I've got... There's a, there's a, I thought you were talking, so you were talking about, um, all I want for Christmas is you being like the seminal Christmas song of our generation, right? I would, I would posit that the most iconic Christmas song, um, of the century, if not the, so the decades, probably the Mariah Carey thing, but of the Hmm. century is probably Jingle Bells. You know what I mean? Like the classic, I mean, you'd have a few others in the, in the mix, like Silent Night. The classic or the or the trap remix 
of, of Jingle Bell. Which one would you say? The OG. Trap remixes the... of Christmas songs go hard. They do bang. And and you can never discount the Michael Bublé version. The Michael Bublé spin mm. of every Christmas track. No, but like the OG Jingle Bells and all of its yeah. remakes is is probably in the top top three or top five of all Christmas songs, right? I'd say top, it's number mate, one. Top, top three of top five Christmas songs ever. Yeah, almost. that's what I'm saying. Ever. So what else? I mean, what not, else? Would, not just would Christmas compete? though. I'm talking Wait, song of all time. You reckon Most Jingle songs, Bells is probably one of the most song sung songs of all time nah absolutely not Christmas is way too specific to a sub besides happy birthday western culture yeah I was gonna say happy birthday is definitely gonna kill that because happy birthday is across languages and across religions mm. you know what I mean like in other languages they still use the same happy birthday song tune yeah so that's which gonna... is hmm well, I mean, that's another episode in itself, mate. We can talk, <laughs> talk about Happy Birthday for days. Anyway, so Jingle Bells, I'd say, is probably one of the biggest Christmas songs. A um, couple of fun facts about Jingle Bells. I got three fun. I got three Jingle Bell facts. I'm going to I'm gonna drop them all, and then you can choose to unpack them as you wish. All right? So, okay, number so three one, presents for me, and I can unwrap. Yeah, you can unwrap them in any order, right? So, okay. number one, um, Jingle Bells was originally written for Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Number two, Jingle Bells was the first song ever broadcast from space. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> and uh, okay. Hold up. I'll un- Don't I'll unwrap your presents until Christmas Day, mate. It's still Christmas Eve. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> Next day, unpacking. So number three is... Jingle Bells was written by J.P. Morgan's uncle, <laughs> as investment, in the investment like, firm founder. The founder. J.P. <laughs> His uncle wrote Jingle Bells. <laughs> that's that's okay. all I've got for you, mate. So, so do you think you... all those royalties? Wait, do they get? Ro- I don't know how that works. Like, the royalties must have contributed towards the investment bank's success, surely. <laughs> I'm not um, going to unpick that one too much. I'm just going to make that assumption. Make make that assumption if you wish. It's... I'm going to go back in reverse order because... So, it was the first ever song broadcast from space. Yeah. I love that one. That's a great... Does that mean it was like played on a... Like a... I, I literally a didn't past that. So, okay. No, so, it was, played, in, it was pl- played on a spaceship. It was played by two astronauts. But I wasn't clear if it was like played in the spaceship or if, I think no it says broadcast so that, I think that must mean it was broadcast from the space station outwards no but the thing is when they always say in space no one can hear you scream but apparently they can hear jingle bells well they said it was broadcast <laughs> I didn't say it was heard so <laughs> <laughs> they could have just said anything then it's like yeah well there's no way to ever, ever no, hang on a second we did, hang on a it second. was jingle bells broadcast doesn't mean they were playing on a speaker into space it means that they were broadcasting it via radio waves which you can transmit in space right so um mm. well i assume so because you can transmit some form of communication back to earth that's yeah. how they communicate so they probably just broadcast it on their channel back to houston but yeah you know houston we've got a carol <laughs> <laughs> That's hundred percent what I would say before I play. Houston, Houston, we've got a jingle. We've got we've got a jingle. 
Christmas. And what was the first one? It was originally for Thanksgiving, so I don't understand that one. I um, I think it was just so the guy who wrote it just wrote like holiday tunes, um, and so yeah, I good think, strategy. Uh, he originally wrote it for. If you have if you have one good song, you may as well make it a good Christmas song because then every year, like you know. You say, oh, do you remember that song from like you know twenty two thousand two? Oh mm. yeah, I remember that. It doesn't they don't play it much anymore unless someone mm. remixes. But if you do a two thousand two Christmas banger, it'll be mm. there every year. Yeah, exactly. You know that you're gonna get that. Intended for the Thanksgiving season, um, and having no connection to Christmas, it became associated with Christmas music in the holiday season in general. Decades after it was first performed. There you go. Wow. One of the original lyrics were that it was... No, I guess it's still snow because it's still... Like, Thanksgiving is still winter in the States, right? I feel... I feel oh, yeah, it's, I don't know how much snow... There is snow, I guess, in, in the in the US at the moment. But I feel like this is one of those things where if, if there's, like, jingle bells playing when you, you're at, like, a Christmas lunch or whatever with family and everything and it plays like oh did you know this wasn't originally uh made for christmas it's just a bit of <laughs> buzzkill <laughs> yeah it's not it's not not the best it's not really a fun fact is it oh my god there's an aussie jingle bells who knew i don't it's probably not appropriate to read those lyrics out is it or is it's, it more about the summer theme no it's just really bogan dashing through the bush in a rusty holding ute <laughs> is the first line. <laughs> I don't know why that's that's deserving of a Wikipedia. There would be a remix of that, but yeah, shout, everyone mm. get on the Christmas trap remixes. I think yeah, they, first they, song they, broadcast they from different. space. They hit different. <laughs> they sent this report to Mission Control. Gemini seven. This is Gemini six. We have an object. Looks like a satellite go from north to south, up in a polar orbit. He's, a, he's in a very low trajectory, traveling from north to south, and has a very high climbing ratio. It looks like it might even be uh, very low. It looks like he might be going to re-enter soon. Stand by one. You might just let me try to pick up that thing. And then they started singing Jingle Bells. So they pretended they saw a UFO, which they were referring to as obviously um, Santa. Santa Claus cruising oh, that through is, the orbit. That's a pretty good prank. That mate. is banter. Banter yeah. clause. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what what is what does banter clause bring the kids for Christmas? <laughs> oh God! So does banter clause judge judge children by whether they've got, um, I guess yeah, good jokes or not, right? Oh well, got, whether, there's Christmas is it, is it, cracker jokes. Whether yeah, whether they've got good chat. I think a good way to to round off this is to talk about some good Christmas jokes. All right, mate, hit me up. What do you got? I kind of have a feeling that all Christmas jokes are going to be really cheesy. They're they're deliberately though. I think it's. I know, I know, I know. If you think about like the Christmas, like um, what do you call it? Christmas um, bonbons. Crackers. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas crackers, Christmas bonbons. The jokes in those are always like super, super cheesy, in in a fun loving way. All right, what do you got for me, okay. Banter Claus? Ooh, this what, have, what have you got? What have you got in here? 
This one's come into the 21st century, so why did no one bid for Rudolph and Blitzen on eBay? <laughs> All right, why okay. not, mate? You know, because they were too dear. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that's not good. All right, what else? Give me another. Uh, oh, man. Okay, why did Santa's helper yeah. see the doctor? Why did Santa's helper see the doctor? Okay, go on. What's the he answer? He had mate? low elf esteem. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that one. <laughs> okay, hit me up with one more. Okay, what do reindeer hang on their Christmas trees? Yeah. Ornaments. Oh no, that's not good. That's terrible. That's that's horrendous. That's not even funny. Oh my god, Santa Claus. Name it. One out, one out of three. One out of three. What Elf do you what alike. do you call what do you call Santa? Uh, funny Santa. I don't know. Banta Mate, Claus. that would probably come on, Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Were you trying to set yourself up with your own joke? Oh god. Oh my, this is, oh my days, this is bad. What do you get when you cross a deer with rain? A reindeer. Oh, oh no, no, that's, is that seriously the joke, what it says? <laughs> that's horrendous. Oh, all right, here we go. What's the difference between Ryanair and Santa? A bit of a current business <laughs> reference. Oh, uh, hit me up. Santa flies at least once a year. Hey. <laughs> That's good. That's spicy. Stocks, stocks <laughs> of Ryanair going down, and stocks <laughs> on next day trampolines oh, just shooting oh, through the roof. At the skyrocketing, <laughs> skyrocketing. Oh god, I reckon we can. I reckon. I reckon you can definitely put together a Banta Claus <laughs> joke. Last one here. It's a custom yep. tailor made. So, what would <laughs> Santa? <laughs> Well, I've been in the elf workshop, mate. Santa's workshop, yep. cooking this one. Yeah. Yep. What would you call Santa's comedy Netflix special? What is it? Banter clause. <laughs> 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 <laughs>